Hello, I'm Alex Ross, and welcome back to another episode of Why Am I Like This? And it has been a whole year of me oversharing and speaking rubbish, essentially. A whole year. I'm actually quite proud of myself. I know I have missed one or two, but there's been valid reasons for it, so... I'm pretty impressed with my whole year keeping it up. Really proud of myself. One year, one wee anniversary of people listening to me speaking shite. Just pure shite. And I have no idea why people listen to my pure shite. It's just the ramblings from my brain. But I am very grateful that people do. It's very therapeutic to, <laughs> to, let, to let all the ramblings in my brain out. And if people want to listen to them, that makes me super happy. So thanks for listening for a whole year. A whole fucking year. So very happy. But that means right, I started just before Halloween last year. Which means it is Halloween. And are we all obsessed? I love Halloween. I've spoken about it before. I love it. Despite being scared of everything, I love Halloween. I love it so much. I don't understand why. I just like... It's just an excuse to be an idiot, isn't it? That's yeah, I think that's the full reason. It's an excuse to be an idiot, and I'm obsessed with it for that. But I hope you all have lovely Halloween's Halloween's planned Halloween plans, Halloween's planned Halloween plans. One of the two, whichever one you feel is accurate. I hope you have that. <laughs> I hope you're doing something nice, getting dressed up, or. If watching scary movies is your bag, watching scary movies, but I will bloody not be. Because, like I say, we've spoken about it before, many times, I am scared of everything. Everything and anything. Maybe, yeah, like, maybe not things that are rational to be scared of. Heights doesn't bother me. You know, some people have got, like, fears of being in planes. That's rational. Doesn't bother me. I love it. I absolutely love it. But there's many things that are completely irrational that fucking terrify me. So I thought, why not talk about it? <laughs> why not talk about it? Here's a list of things that I know it's a little irrational to be scared of. I know that. But I'm terrified of them. I just have to accept it. Thing one on the list is kind of two things. And one of them kind of counterproductive to being scared <laughs> the first one is peepholes like peepholes on your door that you look through to see if there's somebody behind the hello I'm a bogus gas man peepholes I'm such a fear of them what if I look through and there's somebody else looking through at me I know what you're thinking Alex that's not how peepholes work they can't see the other way I know that but if I was a creepy criminal, I would put my eye to it just to creep you out. Just to give you a fear. You know, if you're really trying to scare somebody off or you're trying to intimidate and you're knocking and they come over and they look through the people, I'd put my eye right up to that. You can't see all of me, so I'm still incognito. But you know I'm there. Terrifies me. And the second part of that is I find locking doors fucking terrifying so like so scary i have this fear that i'm going to lock the door and 
the the lock at my mum's house scares me most because you have to lock it and as you lock it you use your other hand to pull the door handle up right it's a very common system i have fear that one day someone's going to be on the other side and grab the door handle and i'm not going to be able to lock it and i'm not going to have the strength not to let them in so i know it seems like i should feel more safe by locking the door that would be the logical sense wouldn't it I ken that I ken it would be the more logical thing to do would be to lock the door and then you're not going to be scared you're going to be safe aren't you you're going to be locked inside no 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 locking that door gives me fear I just I don't know why it is just because I'm a big scaredy cat <laughs> the second one on this list <laughs> is <laughs> is mirrors and I have a good reasoning for this a very good reasoning for this this is gonna make me sound like I am insane and I know this isn't the case let's just talk about this I know that the reason I'm about to give is not real but if I think about it enough I can trick myself into believing it is okay so I, I'm not insane but I do think this could happen I'm not insane I know it's not realistic but I do there's some part of me that thinks this could be real when I (laughs) it's once you start voicing these things out loud you realize how insane you sound (laughs) when I look in a mirror for too long my brain goes no that's not you (laughs) and I get this really big feeling oh fuck that isn't me <laughs> who is that <laughs> i don't know why i get a burning fear it's not me in that mirror and i think this comes from one specific episode of scooby-doo right <laughs> scooby-doo i love i love it with a burning passion very scary as a child i know they unmasked the ghosts and it was just someone you know but if anything that's scarier but anyway I diverge back on track there's an episode and I can't remember what it's called and it's like monsters and Scooby and Shaggy go to like this monster school to teach the monsters it's always like little girl monsters if anybody knows what this episode is called please let me know but they all go to this monster school to teach these little girl monsters and Shaggy is looking in a mirror and he looks in it for too long and evil Shaggy, who's on the other side of the mirror, reaches out and grabs good Shaggy and throws him into the mirror and they swap places. So now evil Shaggy is cutting about in the world. I think I watched that too young. I'll be honest, that should be a 12. That's fucking terrifying. And he looked so scary as well. Like the image is burned in my brain because I was like, that seems realistic that seems like it could really happen i really felt like that might happen that might happen to me i might get pulled in the mirror and replaced with the evil version of me again i know i am (laughs) i know i am supposed to be a grown woman but these things are just scary okay just accept it I'm just spooked out by it. If I think about it too much, 
that's not me. That's a wifey in a mirror, but I da ken who she is. Da ken where she's come from and I da ken what she wants of me. So when I'm doing like anything, like I'm doing my makeup or that, I have to like pull the mirror really close so I can just look at one little area at a time. If you, if you can't see the whole face, you can't get me. You know? And it's also not just for fear of looking in and thinking my outfit looks shite. <laughs> It's partly that, right? There's nothing worse than looking in the mirror and be like, oh my god, I've looked a midden all day. Nothing worse. But the only thing that could top that is being pulled into the mirror and replaced with the evil version of me. And let's be real, if this is the good version, then Christ, the evil version's going to be absolutely awful. The next thing is something I think lots of kids were scared of at some point. I don't know where this myth came from. But it's stuck with me, and yes, I am still scared of it. <laughs> flushing the toilet. Did you did you think that a monster was going to come out when you flushed that toilet? I did. I still do. Sometimes. <laughs> I know there isn't going to be one. But once in a while, I think, what if I flush that toilet and a monster comes out? I used to run from the toilet like a whippet. I would... <laughs> have to catch me first and like whip it <laughs> I'd flush the toilet I'd wash my hands and I would peg it up the stairs to my room because I was stressed that a monster was gonna come out of there I don't have any specific monsters in mind or any specific reason as to why I thought a monster was gonna come out but I really did I'm still scared right that <laughs> I don't live in Australia but I think about it often that one day there's gonna be a spider in the toilet and it's gonna bite my arse don't know why. It's not really an issue here, but it is something I think about fairly often. It's a genuine concern. I think it's the only thing that puts me off going to Australia. I pee all the time. I'm a very hydrated woman. I drink a lot of water and a lot of cups of tea. And I don't know what I'm supposed to do there. I'd, I'd have to hold in for weeks. It'd be stressful. You can't go pee in the sea or nothing. Shark would come get you. It's dangerous. It's a dangerous city. Dangerous city, dangerous country to be in. And I'm going off my point again. The point is that I really did feel and do still feel that I wouldn't be surprised if one day I flushed the toilet and a monster came out. You just got to be a little bit on edge for it. And I know, again, this does sound insane, but <laughs> I just get that little, there's that little bit of fear in me that you're like, oh, what if? Uh, what if? Just think it might happen. The exception to this rule is, and I think folk will think this is a bit backwards because most folk really scared of these toilets. Airplane toilets. I love an airplane toilet. I heard a fun fact about holding your pee in on airplanes and how it um, actually affects more CO two uh, emissions, and you should actually pee before you your you get on the plane so actually I'm being a bad person but I like to hold on to my pee and pee on the plane because it feels like such a luxury <laughs> feels like such a luxury unique experience don't know why I love it and people are scared of those toilets because of the flush they're scared because that flush is loud and aggressive and I enjoy that flush because I think it is so powerful that no monster is getting up through that, are they? How is a monster getting up through that flush? Seems ridiculous. I don't think it's going to happen. 
I don't see that happening for them. So I feel very safe in that time. <laughs> very safe. I know some people have an irrational fear that they're going to get like sucked in, but as much as you know, it's keeping the monsters down because it's so forceful. I think it'd have a lot of force to shift this hefty weight. I do not imagine that that toilet has got enough welly in it to shift this whole heavyweight human. I don't see it happening. I do. I believe in myself. <laughs> Laid down. <laughs> Similar to the flushing toilets, I'm also scared of walking upstairs. Not because I'll fall. Do you ever just, like, walking upstairs, sometimes I'm like, I've got to run up these. I feel like walking upstairs makes me a bit, oh, this isn't quick enough, I need to get up these. You never know, I need to get up these quick, quick, quick. People that just, like, meander and dawdle upstairs. No, 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 troops, get running. But run up those stairs, you don't know what's following you. But the opposite way of that is if I'm going upstairs and I go upstairs quite quick, if someone is like running upstairs behind me, I'm like, whoa, slow down. Why are you trying to kill me? That feels like you're going to come and kill me. Because although I run upstairs, I just feel like I'm not going fast enough. I need to get some more training in case, I don't know, a deranged murderer comes along and decides they're going to kill me and the chase that we have leads to a set of stairs. Because if I'm already puffing and panting, how am I going to get up those? I don't see it for me. I don't think I have enough survival instinct to be like, yeah, keep going, you can get to the top. I don't see that for me. But I am I just really scared of stairs. The stairs in my mum's house, I used to think that... It's all about monsters with me. I used to think that something or a monster or a ghost would get me. From the time the door was open, I had to like, close to get up the stairs. Because otherwise it would get me. So I used to like hold the door to the very last second then like let it go and run up the stairs. Which as a child, I you know, you can see how they might create that in their brain. I still do it now and I don't know whether it's because I'm scared or if it's embedded in me that, you know, that's how it's <laughs> that's how it's gonna happen. Similarly, I don't like open doors because that's letting the monsters in, isn't it? That's letting, that's inviting them in, that's saying, hiya, come on in, come spend some time with me. I'm not scared, come on in, I am scared. I'm definitely very scared. Stay away, please, thank you. Do not come into my home. Monsters, thank you. People, that's fine, people can come in. Monsters, no. This one I think is realistic. This is potentially mm -mm, one of the most realistic on my list. Being alone at work. <laughs> scares me a bit. Weirdly though, not in the morning. If I have to be at work and like lock up or anything, I'm scared. On my own, scared. I don't understand why, but in the morning I'm like that's fine. I don't see murderers as early risers. Is that just me? Do you see murderers as early risers? I don't. I think they've got a get up and go, kill them attitude and that's kind of good to have get up and go great kill them we'll work on that guys we'll work on that but i don't think they have a get up at 6am kind of attitude murdering feels like really an evening sport doesn't it doesn't feel like a daytime sport when have you ever watched a film and the murderer is up and about uh half past six in the morning oh i really like the people on their commute those are my favourite targets. No, never happened. I don't think I've ever seen anybody 
that's trying to kill commuters. Other commuters are trying to kill commuters. But I don't think that murderers are specifically out there up and at it. People to murder, put that alarm on. Get that alarm set. You've got to get up and kill all those folk. I don't see it for them. I think they're nighttime people. I think they might take their chances in the evening. You might ever know. You might get some, like, I still think, like, half past five, six is early for a murderer. But you never know. Like, I think they might, that would be, like, the early, the early guys of that community. You know? I think they'd be the early boys in that vibe. And then the other murderers would be like, Christ. You see Dave? He was out murdering half past six. Half past six. Dave, out at half past six. He's early. Oh, you know, getting the good ones. Getting the fresh ones. And that's why (laughs) I get a bit scared when I'm alone at work. Only in the evenings. Because I just, I think that's when they're just going to start their killing sprees. I don't know why. I don't, maybe that's the time their shifts start. I don't know their shift patterns, to be honest. Do you think that? <laughs> do you think you have a shift pattern if you're a serial killer? Right, say you are a serial killer and that is your dedicated role. You don't have another job, right? You're dedicating your life to serial killing. Do you think you give yourself shift patterns? Do you think you give yourself working hours, as if you're like a a freelancer or something? I I wonder. I mean, probably don't. It depends. It maybe depends on whether you like how organised you are. I've gone off on a weird tangent. I'm going to leave this subject alone. On an unrelated subject to murderers, okay? I am in no way suggesting this man is a murderer. Um, he has a lot of money and probably really good lawyers, okay? I'm in no way suggesting this man is a murderer. But what he does give me is a severe sense of distrust. I really find him icky and he makes me nervous. It's Jeff Goldblum. I know, some folk fucking love Jeff Goldblum. He makes me nervous beyond belief. Jeff Goldblum feels like the creature that would crawl out of my toilet when I flush. You know, if I was to flush and Jeff Goldblum crawled out, I would not be surprised. I'd be fucking terrified, but I would not be surprised. I don't trust him. I don't really know what it is about him. I'll provide no further explanation on it, really. I'm just scared of him. And that's it, right? I'm scared of Jeff Goldblum. I don't understand. You don't understand. He's just got that vibe. Similarly. Similarly. I got there. I'm good with words. Words also scare me. People on stilts. How do you have that much balance? Not to be trusted. You can balance on two tiny planks of wood. Not to be trusted. You're walking along looking over all of us. Not to be trusted. I won't trust you. You're so giant and terrifying. Why are you doing that? How do you walk that fast? I can't even walk that fast with this much balance on my actual legs. How do you do that? What? Have you not fallen over? How did you get up there? Where did you start? What age did you start doing that? Are you tall, really? I'm just confused. Where do you buy those trousers? Is there a special store? Why are you also juggling? How could you balance two things at once? What do you do if your juggle goes too far and you have to reach for it? 
I, I just don't trust it. A man on stilts once chased me and I cried. That sounds like it'd be a story from when I was a child child, like, you know, under 10. I would like to say I was maybe like 16, 17 when that happened to me. And I don't think that's where my fear came from. I think it added to it. It definitely added to it. He saw in my eyes I was scared and I ran and he managed to run after me. But it's not like a run, it's like just one giant stride. How are you doing that? I just, um, I don't trust it. I don't like it. Don't come near me with your stilts. Why are you at events? One time I went to, I say one time, it happened a few times where we went to a club and there was people on stilts. Stop. Why are you here? What is the purpose? The floors are slippy. I slip them at arson clubs. People spill their drinks all the time. How are you doing that? Not to be trusted. People on stilts and Jeff Goldblum, I can't, I can't describe it. They have the same vibe. They're the same vibe. I don't trust them. I don't understand it. And I don't trust them. I will provide no other explanation than that. Just this statement. Jeff Goldblum and people on stilts have the same vibe. And Jeff Goldblum, you can't sue me for that because that's just a statement about how you and people on stilts are similar. So don't sue me. Moving on again. I just These are just wild tangents, aren't they? <laughs> Moving on again. And again, not suggesting that Goldblum or people on stilts are related to this okay they're a separate category i do not believe that they are cannibals because cannibals scare the flipping bejeebas out of me i don't like that i know that's a very rational one okay i get it it's a very rational one but do they still exist did they die out that's that's not a joke that's a question what happened to cannibals I feel like they were rife. They were everywhere for a while. There's cannibals here, cannibals there, left, right, and like You can get ten steps without bloody cannibal being in your face. How have we got to this stage now? Where are they? They must still be here. They're somewhere. What if I run into them one day? What if I run into them one day? They wouldn't be going for, you know, all the skinny people. They'd be looking at me. They'd be looking at me like I was a delicious piece of beef. I mean, and let's be real, I would love the attention. <laughs> we'll be honest with ourselves. I'd love the attention. And they'd be licking their lips and I'd be like, I know, look at me. And then I'd be trapped. I'd be very easily caught by cannibals. Because it would just be compliments, wouldn't it? They'd be telling me, like, oh, it's like a tasty meal. And I'd be like, oh, not even a snack, a meal, whoa. Like, you look so juicy. I'm like, oh my God, thanks. Thanks, guys. And then all of a sudden, next thing I know, I'd be on an open fire. That's <laughs> that's how I imagine that going down. I'm I am really scared that I run into cannibals one day. <laughs> I know this seems completely irrational, but I am so scared that I run into cannibals one day. Because what what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? They're just hungry. I kind of reason with it. You're just hungry. I'm not me when I'm hungry. Nobody's that you're not you when you're hungry. Snickers. It's not even a good chocolate bar. No wonder they're wanting to eat people. No wonder. It scares me. I'm actually sweating thinking about what if I break down one day and then all of a sudden cannibals and they come to kill me. Eat me. It's they've got a purpose to kill. You know, some people just kill. They've got a purpose to kill. They've got a driving ambition. And I'd do anything for food. So I kind of get it, but they're somewhere. I don't know if they've died out, 
but they're, they're somewhere they're floating about and i'm scared of them <laughs> i really am scared of them we went to the edinburgh dungeons when i was younger and the cannibals looked at me and they said uh, they saw it in my eyes and they were like mm, she's not a cannibal fan and they were like hissing in my ears and like picking on me and asking my name and i was so so scared i was sobbing and again i think i must have been about 16 17 at this point i was full-on sobbing to the point where other people on the same tour came over to me and said are you okay do you need to leave sobbing it was too much i was like no it's fine i'll stay they promised not to come back i was so scared like i was like literally begging with these actors like like no please stop like i know you're an actor but inside my head i also don't know that you're an actor i think this is a very real scenario that i've ran into please stop please please i can't cope and again this didn't happen after my fear that didn't create the fear i was scared of them before it's something i think about often where are the cannibals and are they trying to get me and the question for where are the cannibals better not be in my fucking boot i have an extremely irrational fear that one day there's gonna be somebody in my car boot i just feel like it's gonna happen every time i need to check it see a lot of movies people jump up from the back seat and all that kind of jazz i feel like it happens a lot like like mafia movies and all that kind of jazz and i'm not involved in any kind of mafia situations so i don't don't think it's gonna happen to me but i still am very scared extremely scared there's one time i was driving to work and i was late because of this i i got it in my head that there was someone in my boot okay i really do think this is gonna happen at some point i'm really really worried about it luckily i have a smaller boot now but i got it in my head there was somebody in my boot and i was like i don't know what to do about it so it was <laughs> It sounds ridiculous. In my brain, it seemed logical. I was driving along and I was hitting every pothole possible to shake this guy up. I thought, wow, you want to jump in my boot and murder me? I don't think so, sunshine. We're going to shake you up. So I was like hitting all the potholes in hopes that it would like give him a rattle and he would make a noise. And be like, bah! And I'd be like, I fucking knew you were in there. That was <laughs> that was my game plan. That was <laughs> the full extent to my game plan. I don't know what I would do after being like, I knew you were in there. Maybe jump and roll out my moving car. Who knows? I don't think that far ahead, right? I get a game plan for the next 10, 20 minutes and then that's it. That goes for all of my life. I have a game plan for the next 10, 20 minutes. Further than that, I can. Don't ask me. No clues. <laughs> so... I'm driving along, I'm shaking this guy up, but I think I think there's somebody in there. And I'm <laughs> I'm shouting. I'm literally driving on my own. I turned off my music. <laughs> I was shouting back and I was like, Okay, alright, I, I know you're there. <laughs> I know, I know you're in there, I know you're in my boots, okay? Like just just tell me because I know you're in there out loud to myself. And I kept being like, I, I know you're in there. I was trying to make eye contact with other cars to be like, there is somebody in my boot. I very seriously thought there was. I was not joking. It's not like, 
an elaborate tale that I have exaggerated. I really, 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 to my core, thought there was somebody in my boot. Why? Because I'm a lunatic, okay? I'm a very big, scared lunatic. <laughs> so eventually, nobody's replied, as you can imagine. No one's replied to me. I get to the get to the car park because I've driven an extra road an extra couple of roads which makes me super late but I'm like well you know somebody in my boot what am I supposed to do get out and they kill me not for me sunshine and then eventually I got to the car park and I was like right like, yeah otherwise I'm gonna have to open this boot otherwise I'm gonna go back and they're still gonna be in there like after my shift they're still gonna be in there and what am I gonna do then then it'll be night you know and I've already said about how I don't think murderers are really morning people so that he'll be well rested from having been in my boot all day and be ready to go. will be quick. And I don't need that. I need to get him morning and fresh so they're weaker. I guess that's how it works. So I was opening my boot and I was shaking. It's the slowest I've ever opened a boot before. You just fly up. I was like shaking and opening this boot. And lo and behold, there's fucking nobody in there. But I thought I was going to cry. I honestly was opening this boot and I was like, I want to burst into tears. I'm so scared. Because I got it in my own head that there was somebody in there. I do this quite often. I have on several occasions got into my own head that there's somebody in the house. Um, and have run out to my car to hide in there. Or have gone around the house with my one of my three weapons of choice. A knife, logical. Uh, a glass, to glass them. Or my final weapon of choice. Anything with a plug, like a hairdryer, straightener. Because if you step in a plug, that fucking hurts. But imagine having that swung at your face. That's, you know, one of my weapons of choice. And I always, I just get it in my head. I'm like, there's somebody in here. There's somebody in here. And I eventually, you know, get a bit brave. And sometimes I'll check every room. Sometimes I'll phone my friends to be like, somebody in my house. And they're like, For not this again. Not this again. Stop phoning me because you think there's somebody in my house, in your house. There's not anybody in the house. It's you. I just scares me that's why I don't also don't like silence I don't like silence because I just I'm, uh, then I might hear potential one little noise and I'm like that is a monster and it's coming to kill me now I can't cope I mean I've already spoke about on this podcast how the other week, a few months ago I thought there was somebody trying to get in my window by cutting a hole in it and I convinced myself to be it to be true I convinced myself it was happening I had to get on the lights and check behind the window Obviously, it was not happening, but I full on convinced myself that they were like lasering a hole in my bedroom window and were gonna like army roll into my room. Don't know why I do it. Just like, is there like anything that you can do for being a big fearty? Is that like, <laughs> is there anything you can do just for being a big scaredy cat? Like, I'm just honestly scared of everything and it needs, it needs to stop realistically. At what point do you become an adult and you're not scared of these things? Because I thought this was all stuff you aged out of. But I'm still very much alive and kicking with these fears. Super irrational fears. I don't know why. That's all the fears I had on my list. But there's definitely more. There's definitely more. There's always going more. Like there's people in the wardrobe all the time. They're not going to fit under my bed, that's alright. There's enough stuff under my bed. I don't see that one happening. I have a big fear that one day I'm going to be in the shower and somebody's going to kill me in the shower. I think my biggest fear on that is that I'll be naked when I'm killed. And that's just... If there's any murderers listening, 
my my last request is just I don't want to be naked when I'm killed. Just put a nice outfit on me, okay? Fucking rude. Now I know what if you're in the middle of washing your hair or something. If it's not conditioned, it's gonna be an absolute riot. Don't kill me in the shower. At least wait till I'm out. Have the dignity. Come on now. Bloody rude. <laughs> I don't think I'm actually going to get killed, but I do think that there's a potential chance that I might get kidnapped. But again, we've spoken about what to do if I get kidnapped. So, you know, I'm I'm covering all bases here. Seeing as it's Halloween and I love Halloween. I've already said that. <laughs> Let's have a wee Halloween fact. I mean, a disclaimer, these are not facts, are they? Halloween things... They're just things that are made up to make me more scared. But this one, right, is about an old piece of folklore that says of a young unmarried person, that's me, more things that might, you know, attack me, walks down the stairs backwards at midnight while holding a mirror. The face that appears in the mirror will be their next lover. Well, that is bloody scary, isn't it? Jesus, didn't we see in that? First of all, I'm going to pick this apart. First of all, why am I specifically walking down the stairs backwards and at midnight? If I'm walking down the stairs backwards at midnight on Halloween, chances are I'm pissed and that I will fall and break my neck. So I won't be seeing my next lover unless my next lover is the devil himself when I die and inevitably go straight to hell. But <sighs> seems bloody unlikely and no wonder I'm scared of the stairs when shit like this is going on. That seemed ridiculous. Who even tried that out? Why are you walking up backwards down the stairs with the mirror? And then that means that somebody will be following you up the stairs. So your next lad is a serial killer. No, not for me. First of all, um, a serial killer is in your house. you got to run. Second of all, apparently you're in love with a serial killer and that's scary in itself. That's also a poor choice. But that is all the things I'm scared of at the moment. I'm sure <laughs> I am guaranteed to add some more on the list. If you have any advice on becoming less of a pathetic scared loser, please do let me know. Or if you're scared of other things that are super irrational, also please do let me know. You can let me know on Instagram at Alex underscore Ross or Twitter, which is at Alex C underscore Ross. And thank you once again for listening for a whole bloody year. A whole year of my voice. Whoa, lucky bunch.